السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العبطة من لساني يفقه قولي ربنا زدنا علما uh, We were discussing in groups about the we went through the كتاب uh, الوتر and there were some questions actually that you did not mention the dua Allahumma inna nasta'inuka so we want to know if that dua is for witr or not Another question that came up was, uh, can we say the uh, dua from the Qur'an in Tashahud? The dua, Allahumma inna nasta'inuka, wa nasta'gfiruka, wa nu'minu bika. Okay, this is your homework. Okay, find me the reference for that dua. Okay, so search online or search in different dua books. Okay, the book of Salah that you studied and find the reference for it. Okay. Inshallah. Because we should always talk with evidence, right? Yes. And whenever we are in doubt about something, what's the best thing to do? Remove that doubt with certainty. So with knowledge. Alright? So this is your homework. Okay? Inshallah. Tomorrow in groups, you can do this. Inshallah. And if you need further clarification, then in the next Bukhari class. Any other question? Qur'an should be recited in qiyam only, right? But if there is a dua from the Qur'an, like for example, رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ You are not reading it as Qur'an. You are not reading it as part of the Qur'an. It's not qira'ah, it's not recitation. It's dua. So then it's okay. Okay? And if you feel more comfortable, you can you can read it as اللَّهُمَّ رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً Okay? Inshallah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كتاب الاستسقاء The book of استسقاء What is استسقاء? Rain prayer Meaning asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rain Because the word استسقاء means طلب السقيا To seek, to ask, to request for water And this dua is actually with salah When you're asking Allah for rain You basically pray And, and then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rain. And what is the method that people go out in an open field? Just as they do so for Eid prayer, they perform the salah, there can be a khutbah, and there is dua for rain. This can be done during Salatul Jumu'ah, on the mimbar, in the masjid, during the khutbah. And it can also be done somewhere outside, like for example in the desert, in an open field. Both of these places and times are correct. And in fact, it's not just limited to the masjid and to an open field. It can be any time, any place. Dua for rain can be made in sujood. It can be made during the prayer. It can be made after the prayer. It can be made between adhan and iqama. Any time. Because from the sunnah, this is what we learned. That when people requested the Prophet ﷺ to ask to make dua for rain, he did it right there and then. Now, Remember that the reason for this istisqa, salatul istisqa or dua of istisqa is simply what? Lack of water. When there is no water, whether it is drought or no rain or the lakes and the rivers drying up, whatever the situation may be, when people are in need of water, then salatul istisqa is to be performed. And remember that this is a sunnah. It's a confirmed sunnah. And the Muslims should 
practiced the sunnah because the Prophet ﷺ, he prayed for rain, he made dua for rain, he performed salah and made dua for rain, and the Sahaba after him continued this practice. Ibn Qudama said that prayer for rain is a confirmed sunnah, proven by the practice of the Messenger of Allah ﷺ and of his khulafa, his successors. What does this mean then? We should also do it. That when we are in need of something that's very basic, what should we do? Collectively, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. We collectively complain, but we don't collectively make dua. What is water? It's the basis of life, existence. How can people exist if there's no water? There's no food then, there's no vegetation, no agriculture, no animals, no milk, no meat, nothing. No business. Then how can people survive? Right? So even if it's something as basic as water when we are in need of it, what do we learn from the sunnah? Turn to Allah and ask Him. Of course we can make dua for our brothers and sisters anywhere. And for that you can you know, perform you know, nafil salah and then make dua. Of course you can do that. However, the people who are suffering from the lack of water, they themselves should first and foremost do this. Okay? But of course, uh, being their brothers and sisters, we should also make dua for them. Bab al-istisqa'i wa khuruj al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fil-istisqa. The rain prayer and khuruj, the going out of the Prophet for the purpose of rain prayer, for the purpose of making dua for rain or performing salah for the purpose of getting rain. حدثنا أبو نعيم قال حدثنا سفيان عن عبد الله بن أبي بكر عن عباد بن تميم عن عمه قال he said خرج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يستسقي the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم went out meaning out of the city out in the open desert why in order to perform salat al-istisqa and what did he do وحول رداءه and he turned his cloak inside out or he turned it around now what does it mean by this what does this hadith show? That this is a proven sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ did this, and if people do it today, this would not be an innovation. Rather, it would be following the footsteps of Rasulullah ﷺ. And when he went out for the rain prayer, what did he do? He turned his hawala, he turned around his shawl, his rida. What does it mean by this? He turned it around. Meaning he wore the right part of it on his left side, and he wore the left part of it on his right side. What what that means is that a shawl, what is it basically? It's a sheet of cloth, right? And typically when a person would wear it, you know, there's a there's a usual way of wearing it, what he's more comfortable with. So uh, the, the top part and the bottom part, it's not stitched. All right, so what did he do? He turned it around, not inside out. You're saying inside out because that's what the translation says. Hmm? He turned it around. Take a tissue in your hand, a Kleenex, online student. Now, you're holding it such that the right corner of it is in your right hand and the left corner of it is in your left hand. Now turn it upside down so that the top part goes to the bottom. Rotate it. All right? You rotate it. So this is what was done. It was turned around. It was turned upside down. Now, when the robe is stitched, then what will be done? It will be worn inside out. 
Okay? So don't think it's inside out always. Okay? Depending on the kind of robe. If it's unstitched, then just rotate it. And if it's stitched, then what? Then what is it? Inside out, as we will learn inshallah. Bab dua in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, alayhim sinina kasini yusuf. That, O oh Allah, give them years of drought like the drought years of Yusuf. Making dua for drought. What is this book about? Making dua for rain. Asking Allah for rain. And from the sunnah we see that the Prophet ﷺ also asked for drought, the exact opposite. For who? For the enemy. Because you pray for water for Muslims, for relief. Alright? However, when there is an enemy, an enemy like the kuffar, like the Quraysh, then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take water away from them. As punishment for them. Drought for them. For what reason? Punishment. And the Prophet ﷺ did this. He said, اِجْعَلْهَا عَلَيْهِمْ سِنِينَ Years. Which years? Years of drought. Kasini Yusuf like the years of Yusuf ﷺ. Because remember that Yusuf ﷺ, when he was in prison, how did he come out? How? The king's dream. Hmm? And the king's dream, what did that show? Seven years of drought. So the seven years of drought that the people would suffer from, that became a source of relief for who? Yusuf salam. So likewise, the Prophet ﷺ made dua that, Oh Allah, infect these people with seven years of drought so that perhaps they will also change. They will also understand. Help me against my enemy through years of famine. Just as you helped Yusuf salam through years of famine. Now this is amazing. How? When there is rain, people are getting helped. But when there is drought also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is helping some servants. This is why we, we believe that no decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pure evil. It is evil for some, but good for others. حدثنا قتيبة حدثنا مغيرة ابن عبد الرحمن عن أبي الزنادي عن الأعرج عن أبي هريرة أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كان إذا رفع رأسه من الركعة الآخرة that when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to lift his head from the last rak'ah يقول he would say اللهم أنجع عياش بن أبي ربيعة Oh Allah relieve عياش بن أبي ربيعة Oh Allah أنجي سلمة بن هشام Oh Allah relieve سلمة ابن هشام Allahumma anjil walid ibn al-walid. So the Prophet ﷺ would make dua for these people taking their name. Allahumma anjil mustadha'afina min al-mu'mineen. And then a general dua, O oh Allah help and relieve the oppressed amongst the, amongst the believers. Allahumma shdud wat'ataka ala mudar. O oh Allah be hard on mudar. Allahumma ja'alha sinina kasini Yusuf. O oh Allah give them years of drought like the drought years of Yusuf. So we see that the Prophet ﷺ made dua for some people and made dua against some people. وَأَنَّ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ He also said, غِفَارُ The people of Ghufar, meaning the tribe of Ghufar, غَفَرَ اللَّهُ لَهَا May Allah forgive them. وَأَسْلَمْ And the tribe of Aslam, سَالَمَهَا اللَّهُ May Allah keep them safe. 
قال ابن ابي الزنادي عن ابيه هذا كله في الصبح he said that all of this used to be in subh meaning in the fajr prayer and what is this called qunut nazila so what do we learn from this hadith dua for rain and dua for drought حدثنا عثمان بن ابي شيبه قال حدثنا جرير عن منصور عن ابي الضحى عن مسروق قال كنا عند عبد الله فقال ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لما راى من الناس ادبار He said that when the Prophet ﷺ would see people turning away, meaning turning their backs on Islam. And when this continued to happen, that people were not listening at all, you know, like this trend began of rejecting Rasulullah. ﷺ. He said, Allahumma sab'un ka sab'i Yusuf. Oh Allah, seven years like the years of Yusuf. فَأَخَذَتْهُمْ سَنَةٌ Then they suffered a drought. حَصَّتْ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ which destroyed everything. Hatta so much so that akalul juluda wal maytata wal jeef. That the people began eating julud. What is julud? Jild. Skin. Meaning skin of the animals. Wal maytata. Dead animals. Wal jeef. And uh, rotting bodies. Rotting bodies of dead animals. وَيَنظُرَ أَحَدُهُمْ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ And one of them would look up to the sky. فَيَرَدُّ خَانَ مِنَ الْجُورِ And he would see smoke out of extreme hunger. Because when a person is extremely hungry, then what happens? Vision also becomes blurry. Right? You're not able to see clearly. So a mushrik, he would look up to the sky and all he would see was smoke. So much weakness. فَأَتَاهُ أَبُو سُفْيَانَ So Abu Sufyan came to the Prophet ﷺ فَقَالَ يَا مُحَمَّدْ And he said, O Muhammad ﷺ إِنَّكَ تَأْمُرُ Indeed, you order بِطَاعَةِ اللَّهِ You order people to obey Allah وَبِصِلَةِ الرَّحِمِ And you order them to join ties of kinship وَإِنَّ قَوْمَكَ And indeed, your people قَدْ هَلَكُوا They're dying فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ لَهُمْ So make dua to Allah for them قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, meaning He revealed, فَارْتَقِبْ يَوْمَ تَأْتِ السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانٍ مُبِينٍ Then wait until the sky will bring the the clear smoke. إِلَىٰ قَوْلِهِ To His statement, عَائِدُونَ We shall repeat, يَوْمَ نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَىٰ The day that we will assault with the greatest assault. So these ayat were revealed. فَالْبَطْشَةُ So the بَطْشَة, which is mentioned in Surah Al-Dukhan in these verses, نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَىٰ This assault, يَوْمَ بَدْر It was the day of Badr. وَقَدْ مَضَتِ الْدُخَانِ And he said that the dukhan, the smoke, it has already happened. وَالْبَطْشَةُ And the assault, even that has happened. وَالْلِزَامُ And the lizam, that has also happened. وَآيَةُ الرُّوم And آيَةُ الرُّوم That has also occurred. Meaning all of these uh, predictions that were made in the Qur'an, all occurred. Now, in this hadith also, what do we learn? Same thing. That the Prophet ﷺ made dua against the mushrikeen that perhaps they will learn. Perhaps they will understand. You see, people of Fir'aun, what happened to them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent on them punishment after punishment also. Why? That perhaps they would learn, they would repent. And what would they do? They would go to Musa ﷺ and ask him to make dua. That if this rijz is removed from us, we will believe. So they knew that what they were suffering from was because of their own wrongdoing. And this is the reason why they went to Musa alayhi salam, to make dua. 
I mean, why would they ask Musa السلام, if they didn't know that he was a true messenger? Right? So, in the Quran also we learn that uh, people are seized with minor punishment. Why? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَضَرَّعُونَ So that they humble themselves, they break down and they humble themselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, this is the reason why the Prophet ﷺ made dua against them. And the narrator, he said that all of these predictions that were made in the Qur'an have already occurred. Which ones? First of all, Dukhan. What does the Dukhan refer to? The smoke, the drought. Because extreme drought, what happened? People would look up to the sky in hope of seeing a trace of any cloud or something, but they wouldn't see anything. All they would see is smoke. Why? Because of their own weakness and weakness of their vision. And batsha, what does that refer to? What does that refer to? Look at the hadith, Yawma Badr. Because in Surah Al-Dukhan, the ayat are, إِنَّا كَاشِفُ الْعَذَابِ قَلِيلًا إِنَّكُمْ عَائِدُونَ We are going to remove the adab a little bit, but you will return. Because the drought was removed with the dua of the Prophet ﷺ, but what happened? Did the mushrikeen change their ways? No, just as Fir'aun didn't. Right? So, إِنَّكُمْ عَائِدُونَ you will return. يَوْمَ نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَى But don't think you will remain like this forever. There will be a final great assault. إِنَّا مُنْتَقِمُونَ We are going to take revenge. So the batsha, what was that? The day of Badr. Hmm? So this drought was when? When the Prophet ﷺ was in Makkah. Then the Prophet ﷺ migrated to Medina. Alright? But in Medina, what happened? We learn from this hadith that he continued to pray against certain people. Like which ones? Look at the hadith. Like which ones? Like the tribe of Mudar. He prayed against them. Hmm? Are you sure it's Mudar? Yes. Exactly. Allahumma ashtud wat'ataka ala Mudar. So he prayed against them. Right? And this was later on in Medina. He continued to pray against certain people. And then the third thing that's mentioned is al-lizam. What is lizam? In the Quran we learn, قُلْ مَا يَعْبَأُ بِكُمْ رَبِّي لَوْلَا دُعَاؤُكُمْ فَقَدْ كَذَّبْتُمْ فَسَوْفَ يَكُونُ لِزَامًا The punishment shall definitely be ad- adhesive literally. Because lizam is what? Lazima. To stick to something. Right? Meaning to become compulsory. So it will it will stick to you. It will come and adhere to you and finish you. It will not go away from you until you are finished. So what is this lizam? Lizam refers to, uh, the ulama have said that batsha, lizam, same thing, badr. Because the main leaders of the mushrikeen, they were killed in the battle of badr, 70 of them. Imagine 70 people, all big, big, finished in badr. And Ayatul Rum, which one is that? Where in Surah Al Rum we learn that Ghulibatil Rum and then Sayaghlibun. They will soon become victorious. Right? And this happened when? Badr. Because as the Muslims gained victory against their enemy, the Mushrikeen, they also received news that the Romans were victorious against their enemy, the Persians. You remember? Because وَيَوْمَ إِذِنْ يَفْرَحُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ That day the believers will rejoice. Why? بِنَصْرِ اللَّهِ Because of the help of Allah. So they will rejoice at Badr because of their own victory and they will also receive news that the Romans are victorious. 
Now why would, why would the Muslims be happy with the victory of the Romans? Romans were the people of the book and the Persians were idolaters. They were mushrikeen. So the people of Mecca, they associated themselves with the Persians. And the Muslims, they associated themselves with Romans. Okay? Because there was some similarity. This is similar to how if there's a cricket match anywhere. What happens? Muslims, you know, they prefer to support, for example, England or Australia, not India. Why? Mushrik. Okay? Just giving you an example. I mean, you know, if someone is closer to you in faith, in nationality, what happens? You associate with them. You you tend to have a soft corner for them. Anyway, so this hadith is clear that uh, dua for rain and dua for drought against the enemy. Bab su'al al-nas al-imama al-istisqa'a idha qahatu. Su'al al-nas. People asking who al-imam, their imam, their leader. For what al-istisqa'a? For rain. Idha qahatu, when they are suffering from drought. Meaning when people are suffering from drought. Is it okay for them to ask their imam to make dua for rain? Or to perform salatul istisqa? Is it okay to ask another individual to pray for rain? Or is it something that only you should do yourself and not request others to do? You can request others to make dua. حدثنا عمرو بن علي قال حدثنا أبو قتيبة قال حدثنا عبد الرحمن بن عبد الله بن دينار عن أبيه قال سمعت ابن عمر يتمثل he said I heard ابن عمر رضي الله عنه يتمثل he was reading he was reciting بشعر أبي طالب he was reciting the poetry the verses of poetry of who أبو طالب who was أبو طالب the uncle of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and what was the شعر of أبو طالب وَأَبْيَضَ يُسْتَسْقَ الْغَمَامُ بِوَجْهِهِ ثِمَالُ الْيَتَامَ عِصْمَةٌ لِلْأَرَامِلِ Abu Talib, he said verses of poetry in praise of the Prophet ﷺ. And this is known as قَصِيدَة لَامِيَّةٌ Because it ends with lam. As you can see, لِلْأَرَامِلِ The last word is أَرَامِلِ Ends with lam. So this is the reason why uh, it's known as Qasida Lamiya. Have you heard of Ibn Qayyim's Qasida Nuniya? So Nuniya, the reason why it's called Nuniya is because it ends with Nun. I mean, every line, every verse ends with a Nun. Okay? So Lamiya, why? Because it ends with Lam. And These verses of poetry, uh, they are incredibly beautiful. And Ibn Kathir, he highly praised this qasida because of its you know, eloquence and its content and the words of praise that Abu Talib said with respect to the Prophet ﷺ. Now, in this qasida, what did Abu Talib say? He said, وَأَبْيَضَ Abyad meaning white. Meaning, your face is white. Shining. Bright. Uh, beautiful, a source of comfort. Yustasqa al-ghamamu biwajhihi. Yustasqa, it is sought. What is sought? Al-ghamam, the clouds. Biwajhihi, by his face. Meaning, by his face, meaning the face of the Prophet ﷺ, we ask Allah to give us water. Because his face is so dear to Allah. 
Now, these were the words of Abu Talib. Abu Talib didn't believe in Muhammad ﷺ in the sense that he did not accept him as a messenger, even though he knew that he was a messenger, but he did not accept, he, he did not accept Iman, right? Thimalu al-yatama. He said that the Prophet ﷺ is thimalu al-yatama, meaning full of kindness and affection for the orphans. And ismatun lil-aramil. A defense for the widows. That he is their protector, he does not let anyone harm them. And the Prophet ﷺ was indeed like this. He married a widow. And the orphans in general, the Prophet ﷺ was definitely very affectionate towards them. So Ibn Umar used to read these you know, verses of poetry. He used to recall these words and uh, he, he would think about the Prophet ﷺ. So what do we learn in this? يُسْتَسْقَ الْغَمَامُ بِوَجْهِهِ Basically they're mentioning the Prophet ﷺ and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rain. Who did this? Abu Talib did this. When? It is said that Abu Talib did this literally when the Prophet ﷺ was still a child. That once the mushrikeen were suffering from drought, and he he took Muhammad ﷺ with him to the Kaaba, and uh, you know he made dua for rain, and you know he was you know admiring the face of the Prophet ﷺ at the same time, because the Prophet ﷺ even as a child he was very special, he was very different, his his goodness was was well known, so uh, in in a, in a time of need. They, they brought Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in order to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rain. And later on, what was the way of the companions, inshallah, we will learn about that. And also it is said that Abu Talib did this, okay, he said these words when the mushrikeen were suffering from drought. Because in Makkah, the Prophet sallallahu prayed against the mushrikeen. When they were suffering from drought, Abu Talib said these words. That we ask Allah for rain by showing the face of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, because his face is so beautiful, it reveals innocence and purity, and it and it reveals piety, it shows goodness. So we ask Allah to look at this face and show mercy to us and send rain. وَقَالَ عُمَرُ بْنُ حَمْزَةَ حَدَّثَنَا سَالِمٌ عَنْ أَبِيهِ رُبَّمَا ذَكَرْتُ قَوْلَ الشَّاعِرِ Salim said that his father Ibn Umar عنه, would say that رُبَّمَا ذَكَرْتُ قَوْلَ الشَّاعِرِ Sometimes I recall the word of the shā'ir. Which shā'ir? Abu Talib. And when I recall those words, وَأَنَا أَنظُرُ It is as though I can see إِلَى وَجْهِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم. It is as though I can see the face of the Prophet يَسْتَسْقِي I can see him praying for rain. Asking Allah for rain. You know, when I recall these words of poetry, I recall the image of the Prophet ﷺ also making dua for rain. فَمَا يَنزِلُ And the Prophet ﷺ would not come down حَتَّى يَجِيشَ كُلُّ ميزاب, Until every mizab would be flowing with water, filled with water. What is mizab? Mm-hmm. Mizab is basically, you may have seen on the Kaaba, at the roof, on the roof, you may have seen this, like a, I don't know what you call it, but like a spout kind of a thing, so that the rainwater that's falling on the roof, it can, 
you know, fall off like a drain, like a gutter. Hmm? So we also have these on our houses and buildings, right? So every mizab was flowing with water, meaning the rooftops would be filled with water. There'd be so much rain that it would be trickling down. And what were the words that Ibn Umar would recall? وَأَبْيَضَ يُسْتَسْقَ الْغَمَامُ بِوَجْهِهِ ثِمَالَ الْيَتَامَ عِسْمَةً لِلْأَرَامِلِ وَهُوَ قَوْلُ أَبِيُ طَالِبِ And it was the words of Abu Talib. So notice how Ibn Umar connected these words of poetry with the action of the Prophet ﷺ. That the Prophet ﷺ would make dua for rain. حدثنا الحسن بن محمد قال حدثنا محمد بن عبد الله الأنصاري قال حدثني أبي عبد الله ابن المثنى عن سمامة ابن عبد الله بن أنس عن أنس أن عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه كان إذا قحطوا when they would be in drought meaning people would be suffering from drought if there was a drought what would he do استسقى بالعباس he would Ask Abbas, meaning Ibn al-Muttalib, to make dua for rain. He would ask him to make dua for rain. Fakala, so he would say, meaning Umar would say, Allahumma, O Allah, inna kunna, indeed we used to, natawassalu ilayka. We would do tawassul towards you, seek nearness with you. Binabiyina, through our Prophet. فَتَسْقِينَ So you would give us rain. وَإِنَّا نَتَوَسَّلُ إِلَيْكَ And now we seek tawassul with you. بِعَمِّ نَبِيِّنَا With the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ. فَسْقِينَ So give us water, give us rain. قَالَ فَيُسْقَوْنَ He said, then they were given rain. So this was the way of Umar anhu. When he was a leader, this is what he would do. Now this hadith is one of those hadith which is... Uh, Highly misunderstood, you can say. Uh, now remember that Umar anhu, when he did this, this shows his humility. That whenever there was drought, he would request the uncle of Rasulullah to make dua. He's not making dua himself, even though he is the Khalifa. He is the Amirul Mu'mineen. He's so humble that he is requesting the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ to make dua for the Muslims that they be given rain. Why? Because obviously, uncle of Rasulullah ﷺ, he was very dear to the Prophet ﷺ, and obviously he was related to him. So uh, this shows the humility of Umar Now there is a question over here. What does it mean by this? Natawassalu. That, oh Allah, we natawassalu ilayka bi'ammi nabiyyina fasqina. What does it mean by this? Does it mean, Allahumma asqina bil Abbas? O oh Allah, give us rain because of Abbas? No. no. Because Umar anhu clarified that we used to, kunna natawassalu ilayka binabiyina. We used to do tawassul to you with our Prophet. What does that mean? That when our Prophet ﷺ was there, when he was alive, we would ask him, we would request him to make dua for rain. But now, when he is gone, when he is not alive anymore, we ask Abbas to make dua for us. You understand? So, natawassal, what does it mean? 
we request to make dua. We requested the Prophet ﷺ to make dua. Now that he's gone, we request Abbas anhu to make dua. Alright? And remember that later on, uh, Muawiyah anhu, he uh, would also sometimes request certain companions to make dua for rain. Alright? Even though he was the Khalifa, he was the Amirul Mu'mineen, he would request you know, a certain companion to come up to the mimbar and make dua for rain. Because Umar anhu also did this. He asked Abbas anhu to make dua for rain. Just as at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, people requested him ﷺ, to make dua for rain. So what does it mean by wasila over here? You're asking someone to make dua. This is it. Alright? And this is called tawassul Seeking nearness to Allah through what? The dua of the righteous. And in other versions of this hadith, we learn that Umar anhu would say this, and then he would say, Qum ya Abbas fad'ullah. Stand, O Abbas, and make dua to Allah for us. So Abbas anhu, he would stand up, he would make dua, and the people would be given rain. So you understand over here, this is tawassul bidua is salihin. What is tawassul? Wasila, nearness, at-taqarrub, to draw nearness to someone. Right? And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to seek nearness to Him, what does that mean? That when we are in need of something, when we want some, you know, some dua to be accepted or some wish of ours to be accepted, what do we do? We perform something good, Alright? And then we ask Allah. And why do we perform that good deed? In hopes that because of that good deed, our dua will be accepted. So for example, salah, it's one of the best ways of wasila. Alright? Fasting, zakat, sadaqah, hajj, umrah, all of these acts of worship of the best forms of wasila. Then a person can also, when making dua, obtain wasila. How? By mentioning a good deed of his. Like for example, Iman. Rabbana amanna faghfir lana. Oh Allah, we have believed, so please forgive us. Why are you saying that? Oh Allah, we have believed, so please forgive us. Why? You're drawing near to Allah? How? You want your dua to be accepted? How? You're mentioning something good that you've done. You believed. Iman is something beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you're mentioning that in hopes that your dua will be accepted. Remember the incident of the three men in the cave? They mentioned their good deeds. This is wasila. Alright? Uh, and wasila is also through mentioning Allah's names when making dua. Because what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? That He has the most beautiful name. So ask Him, call upon Him by mentioning those names. Alright? Likewise, a person can also mention you know, his husnul dhan with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his good, you know, thinking, his good hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make dua. Alright? Like for example, Zakariya alayhi salam, walam akun bidua'ika rabbi. Shaqiyya. Why did he say that? Oh Allah, I've never been unblessed when I've made dua to you. Why did he say that? In hopes that his dua would be accepted. Because you see, when you're communicating with someone, when you're making a request, 
you want that that request is accepted. And how do you increase those chances? By making that conversation more intimate. Right? How? By mentioning something. By doing something. Recalling something. So when you're making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you do the same. Alright? And there is a very interesting incident that we learn in uh, the book, Silsat al-Sahiha, in which authentic hadith have been collected from different books, that there was a woman who used to live in a house and she had uh, some goats, 12 goats, and she used to have a spinning wheel. You, you, you know, a very uh, humble, uh, poor woman, just a few goats and a spinning wheel. And once a group of Muslims, that people who believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they went out for some military campaign. So she went along with them. Being a woman, she went along with them. Why? For whatever reason, maybe she wanted to, you know, look after the wounded or whatever. And she left her uh, spinning wheel at home and she left her goats at home also. And when she came back, she saw that one goat was missing and her uh, spinning wheel was also missing. So she said, Oh my Lord, you have guaranteed to protect those who go out in your way. And my goat and my spinning wheel are lost. Now I beseech you by swearing an oath by your name and I request that you bring back to me what I have lost. So you see how she made dua? I beseech you and I swear by your name that you bring me back what I have lost. So what happened? Her goat came back and her spinning wheel, she also found that. So her dua was accepted. Why? Because she believed so firmly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And in her dua, it wasn't just a dry dua, Oh Allah, please return my lost belongings to me. No. Look at the dua. There's wasila here. Drawing near to Allah. So when Umar anhu did this, he said, Oh Allah, we used to request the Prophet ﷺ to make dua for us, for rain. Now we ask Abbas. Alright? This is a kind of wasila. Umar anhu did not say, Oh Allah, grant us rain through the wasila of your messenger. And grant us rain through the wasila of your messenger's uncle. No. If, if that was the case, then what would he do? He would say, Oh Allah, grant us rain through the wasila of your messenger. Simple. But that was not correct. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ was, I mean, he was not alive anymore. So what is meant by natawassal is not that tawassul bidhat, that we make this individual a means of closeness to Allah. No. What it means is their dua. We, we adopt wasila through their dua. When the Prophet ﷺ was alive, we asked him. Now he's gone, we request someone else to make dua. You understand what is meant by natawassal over here? Wasila. This is not tawassul bidhat. Tawassul bidhat is bid'ah. It's an innovation. It's an innovation. Because there are people who will make dua that, Oh Allah, grant us this through the wasila of your messenger. We ask you this through the wasila of your messenger. Through the wasila of your messenger's family. 
And they quote this as evidence. If that was the case, why would Umar anhu adopt the Prophet's uncle as wasila? He would simply say, you know, we used to do this, we used to make the Prophet a wasila in his lifetime, and we do the same thing again. But he didn't do that. What is meant by wasila is wasila bidua is salihin. Dua of the righteous. And <clears throat> this is something that has basis in our deen, as we see over here. And there are many examples of this in the life of the Prophet Aisha anha at one occasion, she requested the Prophet to make dua for her. And he did. A Bedouin man came and he requested the Prophet to make dua for rain. And he did. A woman came to the Prophet ﷺ and requested him to make dua for the life of her child because she said, I've already buried three. Likewise, we learned that a blind man came to the Prophet ﷺ and requested that he make dua for him because you know, he wanted his vision returned. Abu Hurairah went to the Prophet ﷺ and asked him to make dua for his mother's guidance. Right? So this is the wasul bi dua is salihin. And this is something permissible. You can ask someone to make dua. You don't say, Oh Allah, accept my dua because of so and so. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Accept my dua because of such and such individual. What does that even mean? I mean, if you think about it, I don't understand logically. What's the connection here? You grant me something because of them? Who are they? They're another creation. You understand? You, you don't need to say such things to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can say, Oh Allah, we ask you and we request so and so to ask you also. And that is something which is correct. And remember that uh, asking people to make dua, this should be for general, uh, you know, Muslims or uh, a general uh, source of benefit for the Muslims. Like for example, people going and asking uh, you know, for rain. Can, can you make dua for rain? Because rain is supposed to benefit who? Just the sa'il? No, everybody. Alright? Okay. Bab tahwil al-rida'i fil istisqa. Turning the cloak around fil istisqa during the rain prayer. And this is from the sunnah. حدثنا إسحاق قال حدثنا وهب قال أخبرنا شعبة عن محمد بن أبي بكر عن عباد بن تميم عن عبد الله بن زيد أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم استسقى فقلب رداءه. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم prayed for rain and turned his cloak around. Now قلب حول. Okay. Both are understood. One is to rotate, turn it around, and the other is to turn it inside out, depending on the kind of robe so that the interior is now on the outside all right and, and what was outside the exterior is now on the inside wear it inside out or turn it around what's the hikmah what's the reason behind that what do you think imagine a large group of muslims just like in just like at eid a huge assembly at eid a huge assembly in the middle of the desert and what are they doing? Making dua for rain. And the imam, he's wearing his cloak inside out. Why? To symbolize what? Okay. Turn the situation around. Okay, that's good. Uh, because we're asking Allah to turn the qahd, the drought around. That 
the good, the rain that is withheld, the water that is withheld, that is on the other side. Now bring it to our side. Bless us with rain. Okay? What else does it show? Just as soon we, uh, as soon we ask for the dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send the rain and the better side of my cloak would get wet so that I turn it around. Okay. That's also interesting. Okay. Good. Observation, reflection, yeah. I mean, it shows humility, right? That you're wearing your clothes inside out. You're so desperate. Hmm? Because when you're wearing your clothes, your cloak inside out, what is now being revealed? The stitching. Right? What does that show? That you have pieces of cloth that are sewn together. What does that show? I mean, when clothes are patched up, what does that show? Poverty. Right? Neediness. So it shows humility. Okay, you know, hope that the rain is going to come very, very soon. That before even we wear our robe the right way, before that rain will come. Okay, you're doing something that's out out of the ordinary, different, unusual. You don't generally wear your robe like that. So you're asking Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to bless, you know, the people with a miracle also. Okay. Yes. Unusual situation. Exactly. And remember that uh, what is the reason for no rain? What is the reason behind qahd? What's the reason behind that? Why would Allah deprive people from rain? Our sins. Right? Our own sins. And what is libasu taqwa? Clothing of piety. What is that? Leaving sins. Hmm? So the one who's making dua is turning his physical clothes inside out. Okay? Indicating that he will change his Marnawi libas as well. He will change his actions. We're changing our clothes. Oh Allah, we will also change our actions. We repent from our sins. Our sins, we, you know, it's like what is hidden on the inside. Now we expose it. Alright? The inside part of the cloak is hidden. But then you wear it inside out, so you expose it. You confess. So you are admitting that, yes, O oh Allah, this is because of our sins that we are deprived of rain. And we are not shy of confessing our sins before you because only you can forgive. And this is the reason why in Salatul Istisqa there is also istighfar. There is also seeking of forgiveness. Because that is what brings Allah's mercy. حدثنا علي بن عبد الله قال حدثنا سفيان قال عبد الله بن أبي بكر أنه سمع عباد بن تميم يحدث أباه عن عمه عبد الله بن زيد أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خرج إلى المصلى فاستسقى. He said the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم went out to the place of prayer and he performed salatul istisqa. فاستقبل القبلة and he was facing the قبلة وقال برداءه and he turned around or he turned inside out his رداء his cloak وصلى ركعتين and he performed two raka'ah. 
قال ابو عبد الله ابو عبد الله سب كان ابن عيينه يقول هو صاحب الاذان ولكنه وهم لان هذا عبد الله بن زيد بن عاصم المازني مازن الانصار so uh, what do we learn in this hadith that the prophet sallallahu alaihi he turned his robe around his cloak around right before the prayer okay so when people are heading towards the musalla Okay, the imam does not have to wear his cloak inside out at that time. But rather when he arrives there, and as soon as he's about to lead people in prayer, then he will uh, turn his cloak inside out. And also remember that for Salatul Istisqa, there is a khutbah. And there is a dua. When is it supposed to be? Before the salah. And others said that it should be after the salah because salatul istisqa is supposed to be performed on the same pattern as salatul eid. Alright? According to a report from Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. Okay? That istisqa, same pattern as eid. Same pattern in the sense that you go out in the open just as you go for eid. Same pattern as in salah first and then, and then khutbah. However, the matter is vast. Either way is correct. It is possible that both ways were done by the Prophet ﷺ, that khutbah was before the salah or it was after the salah. Either way is correct. In fact, the khutbah does not even have to be there. Okay, All that is necessary is dua. It can be accompanied with salah, but that special prayer to rakah not necessary. It's best if it is, because more taqarrub, more closeness to Allah. Alright? Dua, however, is sufficient. In a hadith in Abu Dawood, we learn that uh, Ibn Abbas, عنه, he was asked about the prayer of the Prophet ﷺ for rain, for istisqa, and he said that the Prophet ﷺ, he went out wearing modest clothes, walking humbly, and beseeching Allah. So as he was walking towards the musalla, he began making dua at that time also. Until he reached the prayer place where he ascended the mimbar but he did not give a khutbah like this khutbah of yours. Rather he continued to offer supplication, beseech Allah and recite takbir. And then he prayed two rak'at as he used to pray at Eid. So you understand that salatul istisqa, basically dua for istisqa. It can be with salah. It can also be with khutbah. The main thing is what? Dua. If there is salah, the dua can be before the salah, and it can also be after. If there is a khutbah, it can be before the salah, it can also be after. Both are correct. Bab al-istisqa'i fil masjid al-jami' Performing the rain prayer in the jami' masjid. What does it mean by jami' masjid? It's from jam' Meaning where more people can gather. Where salatul jumu'ah is supposed to be performed. What does it show? That it is not even necessary to go out in the desert for Salatul Istisqa. You understand? It can even be done in the masjid. What's the evidence? Do you remember anything? Exactly. When the Prophet ﷺ was giving the khutbah on Jumu'ah, a man came, requested the Prophet ﷺ to make dua for rain, and he did. So it can be done in the masjid also. حدثنا محمد قال أخبرنا أبو ضمرة أنس بن عياد قال حدثنا شريك بن عبد الله بن أبي نمر أنه سمع أنس بن مالك يذكر أن رجلا دخل يوم الجمعة من باب كان وجاه المنبر that a man came on the day of Friday from a door 
He entered into the masjid through a door and this door was opposite to the mimbar. So basically as he walked in, who was in front of him? The Prophet ﷺ standing on the mimbar because the people were sitting to listen to the khutbah. وَرَسُولَ اللَّهِ The Messenger of Allah was standing. يَخْطُبُ He was giving the khutbah. فَاسْتَقْبَلَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وسلم قَائِمًا So the man, he faced the Prophet ﷺ standing. Meaning he came in, he didn't even sit down. He's standing, facing the Messenger of Allah. And he said, فَقَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ هَلَكَتِ الْمَوَاشِي وَانْقَطَعَتِ السُّبُلِ Our animals, livestock are dying and our ways are blocked off. Meaning we cannot travel. Why can we not travel? Because we have no supplies. There is no water. Our animals are not strong enough because there's no water, no food for them. We can't even travel. فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ يُغِيثُنَا So please make dua to Allah to give us rain. قَالَ فَرَفَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَمْ يَدَيْهِ He lifted up his hands. فَقَالَ So he said, اللَّهُمَّ اسْقِنَا اللَّهُمَّ اسْقِنَا اللَّهُمَّ اسْقِنَا O Allah, give us rain. O Allah, give us rain. O Allah, give us rain. قَالَ أَنَسٌ وَلَا وَاللَّهِ مَا نَرَى فِي السَّمَاءِ مِنْ سَحَابٍ وَلَا قَزَعَةً وَلَا شَيْئًا He said, we did not see anything in the sky. No cloud and no وَلَا شَيْئًا Nor anything else. There was nothing in the sky. Clear sky. وَمَا بَيْنَنَا And there was not between us وَبَيْنَ سَلْعٍ And between a seller. مِنْ بَيْتٍ وَلَا دَارٍ There was no house nor any building. Nothing between us and this seller. Mountain. Alright? Meaning, we could see the mountain from far. So in other words, there was nothing hidden in the horizon that was blocked off because of some building because of some structure. It was an open, clear sky, visible to us. And what happened? Qala, he said, فَطَلَعَتْ مِنْ وَرَائِهِ سَحَابَةٌ There rose a cloud from behind it, meaning from behind this mountain. مِثْلُ تُرْس Similar to a shield. What does that mean? That this cloud was round. Okay, huge. Huge cloud. فَلَمَّا تَوَسَّطَتِ السَّمَاءِ They saw the cloud rising, you know, coming out and growing larger and larger as it drew closer. And when it reached the middle of the sky, meaning right above them, in tasharat, it spread out. ثُمَّ أَمْطَرَتْ And then it rained. قَالَ وَاللَّهِ مَا رَأَيْنَ الشَّمْسَ سِتَّنْ He said, by Allah, we did not see the sun for six days. ثُمَّ دَخَلَ رَجُلٌ On the seventh day, meaning on Friday, next Friday, the man came in. مِنْ ذَلِكَ الْبَابِ From that door. Same door. فِي الْجُمُعَةِ In Jumu'ah, مُقْبِلَ Following. Meaning on the following Friday, the man came in. وَرَسُولُ The Prophet ﷺ standing in khutbah. فَاسْتَقْبَلَهُ قَائِمًا The man faced him standing. He didn't even sit down. فَقَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ هَلَكَتِ الْأَمْوَالُ وَانْقَطَعَتِ السُّبُلُ Our properties are getting destroyed and our ways are blocked. We cannot travel. Again, we cannot travel. Despite having so much water. Yes. Why? Because now everything is flooded. فَدْعُ اللَّهَ So ask Allah. Make dua to Allah, yumsikha, to please stop this. Qala farafa'a. The Prophet ﷺ, he raised Rasulullah ﷺ, his hands, thumma qaled, and he said, Allahumma hawalayna wa la alayna. Oh Allah, please send it around us and not upon us. Allahumma, oh Allah, ala al-akami wal-jibali. Oh Allah, send this rain on akam. What are akam? Hilltops. Peaks, mountain peaks. Alright? Wal-jibal. And mountains, meaning peaks of mountains, mountains that are tall, and jibal mountains, big mountains. Wal ajam. What are ajam? 
jungles, forests. والضراب ضراب small rocky hills. والأوديتي and valleys. ومنابت الشجر and places where trees grow. قال he said فانقطعت so it stopped meaning the rain stopped. وخرجنا and we went out of the masjid نمشي في الشمس we were walking in the sun. And they had not seen the sun for the past whole week. قَالَ شَرِيكٌ فَسَأَلْتُ أَنَسًا He said, I asked Anas, أَهُوَ الرَّجُلُ لُلْأَوَّلُ Was it the first man? Same man. Meaning who came and requested the Prophet ﷺ to make dua for the rain to stop. قَالَ لَا أَدْرِي He said, I don't know if it was the same man or not. Why did he not know? Because Anas was not paying attention to who the person was. He was paying attention to what the man was saying. Hmm? And this also shows that during the khutbah, Anas was so focused that he did not even turn around and look at who the man was. Because during khutbah, your entire attention should be on who? The khatib. Right? So if somebody starts moving or talking behind you, you don't even look around. This was how the companions were. Anas who didn't know if that was the same man. Perhaps it was the same man. Because the approach was the same. You know, the, the way he approached the Prophet and the kind of things that he said, was probably the same man. But Anas said, I don't know. This is how focused he was on the khutbah. And it's amazing how sometimes we remember who the person was, but we don't remember what they said. باب الاستسقاء في خطبة الجمعة غير مستقبل القبلة Asking for rain in the Jumu'ah khutbah غير مستقبل القبلة Without facing the Qibla That doesn't mean that Salah is being performed without facing the Qibla Obviously Salah, it's understood you have to face the Qibla استسقاء does not mean Salah الاستسقاء It means Dua over here And that Dua can be made even when a person is not facing the Qibla It can be made any time, any place. حدثنا قتيبة بن سعيد قال حدثنا إسماعيل بن جعفر عن شريك عن أنس بن مالك أن رجلا دخل المسجد يوم جمعة من باب من باب كان نحو دار القضاء. He entered from a door that was in the direction of the home of قضاء دار القضاء. And from the previous hadith, what do we learn? It was a door which was opposite to the minbar. Now what is this دار القضاء? This hadith is being narrated later on. Right in the time of the companions, that this is when Anas bin Malik narrated this hadith. It is said that Darul Qada refers to the house that Umar anhu owned, that he used to live in. And as a Khalifa, he took a stipend from the treasury, right? Because obviously, as a Khalifa, he was working full time as a Khalifa, and he didn't have time to make his own money. And he had given in his will that when he would die then his house should be sold and the money should be deposited in the treasury as qada for what he took. How beautiful. He lawfully earned this. But he did not want the rest of the Muslims to suffer even a little bit because he took something for his own need. وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا So that house was sold. And the you know, money was deposited in the treasury. And that house was known as Darul Qada. The house from which the Qada was given. 
was paid off. وَرَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ قَائِمٌ يَخْطُبُ The Prophet ﷺ was standing giving the khutbah. فَاسْتَقْبَلَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ قَائِمًا The man came in and he faced the Prophet ﷺ standing. ثُمَّ قَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ هَلَكَتِ الْأَمْوَالُ وَانْقَطَعَتِ السُّبُلُ I'm not going to translate this hadith. You read it numerous times and you will read it in this book numerous times. فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ يُغِيثُنَا فَرَفَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَدَيْهِ ثُمَّ قَالَ اللَّهُمَّ أَغِثْنَا اللَّهُمَّ أَغِثْنَا اللَّهُمَّ أَغِثْنَا In the previous version we learned اللَّهُمَّ سْقِنَا Which means that the ahadith that were narrated Sometimes they were narrated exactly You know, the same words were narrated And sometimes not the words but the meaning was narrated قَالَ أَنَسٌ وَلَا وَاللَّهِ مَا نَرَى فِي السَّمَاءِ مِنْ سَحَابٍ وَلَا قَزَعَةً وَمَا بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَ سَلْعٍ مِنْ بَيْتٍ وَلَا دَارٍ قَالَ فَطَرَعَتْ مِنْ وَرَائِهِ سَحَابَةٌ مِثْلُ التُّرْسِ فَلَمَّا تَوَسَّطَتِ السَّمَاءَ انْتَشَرَتْ ثُمَّ أَمْطَرَتْ فَلَا وَاللَّهِ مَا رَأَيْنَا الشَّمْسَ سِتًّا ثُمَّ دَخَلَ رَجُلٌ مِنْ ذَلِكَ الْبَابِ فِي الْجُمُعَةِ وَرَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَائِمٌ يَخْطُبُ فَاسْتَقْبَلَهُ قَائِمًا فَقَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ هَلَكَتِ الْأَمْوَالُ وَانْقَطَعَتِ السُّبُلُ فَادْعُوا اللَّهَ يُمْسِكْهَا عَنَّا قَالَ فَرَفَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَدَيْهِ ثُمَّ قَالَ اللَّهُمَّ حَوَالَيْنَا وَلَا عَلَيْنَا اللَّهُمَّ عَلَى الْآكَامِ وَالضِّرَابِ وَبُطُونِ الْأَوْدِيَةِ بُطُونِ الْأَوْدِيَةِ Stomachs of the valleys meaning in the midst of the valleys. وَمَنَابِتِ الشَّجَرِ قَالَ فَأَقْلَعَتْ أَقْلَعَتْ meaning it stopped. وَخَرَجْنَا نَمْشِي فِي الشَّمْسِ We went out walking in the sun. قَالَ شَرِيكٌ سَأَلْتُ أَنَسَ بْنَ مَالِكٍ أَهُوَ الرَّجُلُ الْأَوَّلِ فَقَالَ مَا أَدْرِي بَاب الْإِسْتِسْقَائِ عَلَى الْمِنْبَرِ Now in this hadith what do we see? The Prophet ﷺ was facing the people. His back was towards the Qibla because he was giving the khutbah. But in that state he made Istisqa. So it is completely permissible to do that. Al-istisqa ala al-mimbar. Praying for rain on the mimbar. Now remember that istisqa should technically be on the same pattern as that of Salatul Eid. And for Eid prayer, remember there is no mimbar to be brought. Right? The imam, when he's giving the khutbah, he doesn't need to stand on the mimbar. However, istisqa, can that be done from a mimbar? Of course it may be. حدثنا مسدد قال حدثنا أبو عوانة عن قتادة عن أنس قال بينما رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يخطب يوم الجمعة إذ جاء رجل فقال يا رسول الله قحط المطر. A man came and he said قحط المطر. What does قحط mean? There is a lack of because قحط is what drought because there is lack of water, lack of food. So قحط المطر. The rain has dried up. There is no rain. فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ أَنْ يَسْقِيَنَا فَدَعَا فَمُطِرْنَا فَمَا كِدْنَا أَنْ نَصِلَ إِلَى مَنَازِلِنَا فَمَا كِدْنَا كِدْنَا is from what? كَادَ كَادَ يَكَادُ To be about to. So مَا كِدْنَا We almost did not. We almost could not. أَنْ نَصِلَ إِلَى مَنَازِلِنَا Reach our homes. We could almost not get back to our houses. Why? Because of rain, heavy rain, continuous rain. And you know how that feels, right? When there is continuous snow, then what happens? You can almost not reach your home. Even though you may be just 12 minutes away. فَمَا زِلْنَا نُمْطَرُ إِلَى الْجُمُعَةِ الْمُقْبِلَةِ We continue to be given rain until the following Friday. قَالَ فَقَامَ ذَلِكَ الرَّجُلْ أَوْ غَيْرُهُ The same man or someone else got up, فَقَالَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ 
But there was no rain on the people of Medina. So literally, حَوَالَيْنَا وَلَا عَلَيْنَا بَابْ مَنِ اكْتَفَى بِصَلَاةِ الْجُمُعَةِ فِي الْإِسْتِسْقَى Whoever considered it to be sufficient. What? صَلَاةِ الْجُمُعَةِ The Jumu'ah prayer. فِي الْإِسْتِسْقَى For the purpose of istisqa. Meaning he didn't pray two rak'ah separately for istisqa. Rather he thought that صَلَاةِ الْجُمُعَةِ should be sufficient. And in that, we can make dua. Because people are already gathered over here. Alright? Already they've been listening to a khutbah. Already they are praying together. So make use of this time and make dua right now. Why take the people outside, in the open, in this heat, alright? And make them perform salah again. حدثنا عبد الله بن مسلمة عن مالك عن شريك ابن عبد الله عن أنس قال جاء رجل إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال هلكت المواشي وتقطعت السبل فدعا فمطرنا من الجمعة إلى الجمعة ثم جاء فقال تهدمت البيوت houses are falling وتقطعت السبل and roads are getting blocked وهلكت المواشي فدعوا الله يمسكها فقام صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال اللهم على الاكام والضراب والاوديه ومنابت الشجر فانجابت عن المدينه انجابت peeled away from medina انجاب الثوب like clothes are taken off meaning the clouds were taken off of medina just as clothes are taken off you know this is as if he was saying that for the whole week, Medina was covered with clouds. You know, like something is covered with a sheet, like a cloth. Just like that, Medina was covered with clouds. And then when the Prophet ﷺ prayed, then what happened? It was as though that sheet was taken off. And we could finally see the sun and breathe again. Now, all of this, what does it show? That Salatul Istisqa, Dua of Istisqa, uh, it can be done Dua can be done during Jumu'ah without facing the Qibla. Alright? And it is not necessary to perform two raka'ah, salatul istisqa. Can you say it's better? Yes, it is. Make a separate occasion out of it? Of course, because the Prophet ﷺ did that. Is there any time for salatul istisqa or dua of istisqa, meaning specific time? No. There is no specific time. Because we see from the Sunnah, the Prophet ﷺ, he went out, and he also made the dua in the masjid. So whenever the need was felt, whenever the request was made, that is when the dua was made or the salah was performed. Now there is a hadith in Sunan Abi Dawood in which Aisha anha, she said that the Prophet ﷺ went out when the rim of the sun appeared, meaning to perform salatul istisqa. All right, meaning when the sun was rising. And by the time he got to his destination, the sun was completely risen. And then he performed the prayer. So because of this hadith, some have said that it is best to perform Salatul Istisqa early in the morning.
But again, it's not necessary. Okay? If you compare to Eid prayer, yes, there is similarity here. And remember that Salatul Istisqash, you know, it, it should be on the same pattern as Salatul Eid. But again, it's not, you know, a hard and fast rule. It can be any time. Some scholars said that it is better to choose Monday or Thursday. The reason being that on these days, deeds are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So people and the Prophet ﷺ love to fast on these days. So it is best that the people are fasting on these days and they choose these days to perform salatul istisqa. It is better, but remember that it is not necessary. The thing is that the muttar, the person who is uh, you know, feeling that agony, he was in that desperate state, when he sincerely calls out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that dua is accepted. Even if that person is a mushrik. Isn't it so? In the Quran, what do we learn? That mushrikeen are basically addressed, right? That when you are at sea and you call upon Allah, mukhlisin, making your religion sincere and calling Him alone, who responds to them? Allah responds to them. Right? So, whenever a person is in that desperate you know, situation and he sincerely makes dua to Allah, inshallah that should suffice. Making an occasion out of it, that is also okay, but it is not necessary. Bab Supplication, making dua when the roads are cut off because of kathratil matar, too much rain. So when there is too much rain, making dua to Allah, to take the rain somewhere else. Is that okay? Yes. When we don't have rain, we ask Allah. And when we have too much rain, again we ask Allah. When we don't have snow, we ask Allah. And when we have too much snow, again we ask Allah. Hmm? We don't just comment on the weather. What should we do? Ask Allah. حدثنا إسماعيل قال حدثني مالك عن شريك بن عبد الله بن أبي نمر عن أنس بن مالك قال جاء رجل إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا رسول الله هلكت المواشي وانقطعت السبل فادعوا الله فدعا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فمطروا من جمعة إلى جمعة فجاء رجل إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا رسول الله تهدمت البيوت وتقطعت السبل وهلكت المواشي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم على رؤوس الجبال والآكام وبطون الأودية why did he make this dua? Send rain over there. Because that's where rain is needed. Abundance of rain over there is not harmful at all. Right? But where people are living, cities, then what happens? Too much rain or too much snow? It, it can be you know, difficult for the people. فَنْجَابَتْ عَنِ الْمَدِينَةِ إِنْ جِيَابَ الثَّوْبِ بَابْ مَا قِيلَ إِنَّ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمْ لَمْ يُحَوِّلْ رِدَاءَهُ فِي الْإِسْتِسْقَاءِ يَوْمُ الْجِمُعَةِ What has been said concerning the Prophet ﷺ not turning his cloak inside out or around during istisqa on the day of Friday. Meaning, is this correct? Is it okay? So basically what is being proven over here is that it is not necessary that in order to make dua for rain, you must perform the two rak'ah. You must face the qibla. You must go out in the open. The imam must turn his cloak inside out. It's not necessary. Okay? 
just the dua can also be made. حدثنا الحسن بن بشر قال حدثنا معافى ابن عمران عن الأوزاعي عن إسحاق ابن عبد الله عن أنس بن مالك أن رجلا شكا إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هلاك المالي وجهد العيالي. A man complained to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم about the destruction of property and the hunger of children. فدع الله يستسقي. So he prayed to Allah for rain. ولم يذكر and he did not mention who the narrator. Anas bin Malik, he did not mention that أَنَّهُ حَوَّلَ رِدَاءَهُ That the Prophet ﷺ turned his cloak inside out. وَلَا اسْتَقْبَلَ الْقِبْلَةِ Nor did he mention that the Prophet ﷺ faced the Qibla. Meaning, in this incident, we don't learn that the Prophet ﷺ, he stopped over there, he said, okay, just wait. And he turned his cloak, and he turned facing the Qibla, and then he made dua. No. What did the Prophet ﷺ do? How did he make istisqa? How did he make istisqa? He just raised his hands, facing the people in whatever state that he was. Bab إِذَا اسْتَشْفَعُوا إِلَى الْإِمَامِ لِيَسْتَسْقِيَ لَهُمْ لَمْ يَرُدُّهُمْ إِذَا when istashfa'u, When the people request, they plead, إِلَى الْإِمَامِ with the imam. Why? لِيَسْتَسْقِيَ لَهُمْ That he should make dua for rain, for them. لَمْ يَرُدُّهُمْ He should not refuse them. When the imam is asked to make dua for rain, should he say, no, 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 you make dua yourself? Should he do that? No, he should not refuse them. حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف قال أخبرنا مالك عن شريك بن عبد الله بن أبي نمر عن أنس بن مالك أنه قال جاء رجل إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا رسول الله هلكت المواشي وتقطعت السبل فدعوا الله فدعوا الله فمطرنا من الجمعة إلى الجمعة فجاء رجل إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا رسول الله تهدمت البيوت وتقطعت السبل وهلكت المواشي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم على ظهور الجبال والآكام وبطون الأودية ومنابت الشجر فانجابت عن المدينة انجياب الثوب they should have memorized this hadith by now. Hmm? Do you notice something? That how the hadith is being narrated by Anas bin Malik. Hmm? And who took the hadith from Anas bin Malik? Sharik. Alright? But the chain, it, you know, it's different each time after them. Because Imam Bukhari is taking this hadith from different teachers. Haddathana Abdullah ibn Yusuf. حدثنا الحسن بن بشر حدثنا إسماعيل حدثنا عبد الله بن مسلمة حدثنا مسدد حدثنا قتيبة بن سعيد حدثنا محمد Remember, Imam Bukhari had many, many teachers. This is where we see this. He had so many teachers. And you see how one hadith, he's not learning from just one teacher. Rather, he's taking it from so many teachers. And what does that show? That really the ahadiths that are reported here are authentic. Yes. Also, you notice that he did this. I heard this hadith already. I'm not writing it down. He was not negligent of the fact. Yes. The fact that it was something that Prophet Muhammad did. He took it so seriously. Yes. Yes. Look at the repetition. We get bored from the repetition. We think, why the same hadith over and over and over again? But Imam Bukhari is not bored. Not at all bored. We got bored just reading. Imagine he wrote and he taught his book, his collection to so many students, so many people. 
Exactly. I mean, same incident, but reported in different ways. I mean, you, you learn different points from each. So in this hadith, what do we learn? That the Prophet ﷺ, he was interrupted during his khutbah. But still, when he was asked to pray for rain, he did not refuse. Hmm? It's a genuine request. So it must be accommodated. Right? Think about it. If someone asks you for water, should you refuse them? No. If a person hoards water, he keeps it, and people are in need. I mean, that's something very serious. It's a big crime. Likewise, when people are in need of rain, and you can make dua, and you should because you are their leader, then if the leader refuses, is that okay? Is that acceptable? No. So look at how the Prophet ﷺ immediately accommodated that request. He was interrupted during the khutbah, but he did not delay till afterwards. He did not say, no, we'll do this later. Right now it's Jumu'ah khutbah. He understood the need of the people. Hmm? Now there is a question. What if the imam does not care? And he does not lead people in prayers or in dua of istisqa. He does not make dua istisqa. Then what should be done? Should the people do it themselves? Yes, they should. They should because it's a need. You know, it's like we learned earlier that... You fulfill your obligation and ask Allah for your rights. Right? So ask Allah for your right. Bab Ida Stashfa'al Mushrikuna Bil Muslimina in the Qahti. When the Mushrikeen, when the Mushriks, they ask the Muslims to intercede for them, meaning to make dua for them in a time of drought. Because you see a drought, everyone's suffering from it. Muslim, non-Muslim, animal, human, bird, ant, everyone. So if non-Muslims are suffering from qahd, and they request Muslims, please make dua for us. Like many times people will say, pray for me also. Right? When they see you making, you know, going for your salah, or you tell them you have to go pray, they'll tell you, please pray for me too. Likewise, we see that the people of Fir'aun, when they were, you know, suffering, they requested Musa alayhi to make dua. Haddathana Muhammad ibn Kathir an Sufyan, haddathana Mansur wal A'mash an Abi Duha an Masruqin, qala ataytu ibn Mas'ud, faqala, ibn Mas'ud said, inna Qurayshan abuta'u an al-Islam. Quraysh delayed accepting Islam. Notice how he doesn't say they refused. Because eventually they accepted, right? Even if it came, you know, 20 years later, 15 years later, eventually they accepted. فَدَعَا عَلَيْهِمُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So the Prophet ﷺ made dua against them. فَأَخَذَتْهُمْ سَنَةٌ So, what happened? Uh, drought seized them. حَتَّى هَلَكُوا فِيهَا Until they were almost destroyed in it. وَأَكَلُوا الْمَيْتَةَ وَالْعِظَامِ And they were eating dead and bones. فَجَاءَهُ أَبُوْ سُفْيَانِ so Abu Sufyan came to him فَقَالَ يَا مُحَمَّدْ And he said, O oh Muhammad sallam, You have come to order people to maintain ties of kinship. وَإِنَّ قَوْمَكَ هَلَكُ When your people are dying. Your people. Notice how he's saying your people. Huh? Because, I mean, think about it. They were ready to kill him. And they were ready to expel him. And now they're saying your people are dying. فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ So make dua to Allah. فَقَرَأَ So the Prophet ﷺ recited, فَرْتَقِ بِيَوْمَ تَأْتِ السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانِ مُبِينَ So wait until the sky will bring a clear smoke. These ayat were revealed as we learned in the uh, hadith that we learned earlier. ثُمَّ عَادُوا إِلَىٰ كُفْرِهِمْ But then what happened? When that 
smoke was lifted, meaning when the drought was lifted, they were given rain. The people of Mecca, they returned to their kufr. فَذَلِكَ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى So that is a statement of Allah, يَوْمَ نَبْطِشُ الْبَطْشَةَ الْكُبْرَةَ When we will assault with the greatest assault, meaning يَوْمَ بَدْر The day of Badr. When 70 of the mushrikeen were killed. قَالَ وَزَادَ أَسْبَاطٌ عَنْ مَنْصُورٍ أَسْبَاط, he added to this narration, that فَدَعَى رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم made dua for them, فَسُقُ الْغَيْثَ So they were given rain. فَأَطْبَقَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ سَبْعًا And it rained on them continuously for seven days. وَشَكَ النَّاسُ كَثْرَةِ الْمَطَرِ And the people complained of too much rain. فَقَالَ So he said, اللَّهُمَ حَوَالَيْنَا وَلَا عَلَيْنَا O Allah, around us and not on us. فَانْحَدَرَتِ السَّحَابَةُ عَنْ رَأْسِهِ فَسُقُ النَّاسُ حَوْلَهُمْ And the clouds inhadarat السَّحَابَة It's not sahaba with the sad. Okay, that would be companions. This is sahaba, sahab. Hmm? Clouds, right? So the clouds... They uh, streamed away from over his head. عن رأسه فسق الناس حولهم. So the people were uh, given rain around them. Now, what do we learn in this hadith? You know, it seems like the portion that is added at the end of this hadith is referring to the the incident that we have learned in the previous hadith, where the um, Bedouin came and requested the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahu A'lam, this could be connected. And even if it's not, what do we learn? That the mushrikeen requested the Prophet ﷺ to make dua. And from the words of uh, Ibn Mas'ud, ثُمَّ عَادُوا إِلَىٰ كُفْرِهِمْ What does that indicate? That the Prophet ﷺ made dua, the drought was lifted, and then the mushrikeen went back on their ways. And then what happened? They were punished with a more severe punishment at Badr. Alright? So this shows that if the mushrikeen, if non-Muslims request the Muslims to make dua for rain, can we do that? Yes, we can. Hmm? Because the whole community is suffering from drought, right? It can be a very good opportunity for da'wah. Bab ad-du'a'i idha kathura al-mataru hawalayna wa la'alayna. To make the supplication around us and not on us when there is too much rain. Meaning, don't say, oh Allah, we don't want any more rain. No. Because if you say something like that, perhaps rain would be completely withheld from you. So be careful about the words you use when making dua. When it comes to snow also, people complain a lot. Oh, there shouldn't be any snow, there shouldn't be any snow. You know, if there is snow, what does that mean? Okay, but when can there be snow? When the temperature is around zero. One, two, zero, minus one, minus two. And if there is no snow, what does that mean? It'll be minus 18, minus 25. Hmm? So uh, there is benefit in everything. And it's amazing how it, it does become difficult, right? With too, you know, excessive snow or too much rain or too much cold. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does give a break in the middle. Isn't it? I mean, we just saw it, how last few weeks were so cold, but then alhamdulillah, one or two days in the middle, a good relief. So be careful about the words that he used. حدثنا محمد بن أبي بكر حدثنا معتمر عن عبيد الله عن ثابت عن أنس قال كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يخطب يوم جمعة فقام الناس فصاحوا. He said the people got up and shouted. فقالوا يا رسول الله. They said, O oh, oh, Messenger of Allah. قحط المطر وحمرت الشجر وهلكت البهائم. It seems like this man was not alone. There were some people who were with him. 
they said, O Messenger of Allah, there is no rain and the trees have turned red from the drought and the animals are dying. Twice he said, وَأَيْمُ اللَّهِ إِنْبَعِ اللَّهِ مَا نَرَى فِي السَّمَاءِ قَزَعَةً مِنْ سَحَابٍ فَنَشَأَتْ سَحَابَةٌ وَأَمْطَرَتْ نَشَأَتْ The clouds, they rose and أَمْطَرَتْ There was rain وَنَزَلَ عَنِ الْمِنْبَرِ فَصَلَّتْ The Prophet ﷺ got down from the minbar and he prayed. فَلَمَّا صَرَفَ Then when he went, لَمْ تَزَلْ تُمْطِرُ إِلَى الْجُمُعَةِ الَّتِي تَلِيهَا It did not stop raining until the Friday that was following. فَلَمَّا قَامَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ يَخْطُبُ صَاحُوا إِلَيْهِ Then again when the Prophet ﷺ next week when he got up to give the khutbah, people shouted, meaning this man came and he spoke very loudly and he said, تَهَدَّمَتِ الْبُيُوتُ وَانْقَطَعَتِ السُّبُلُ Houses are falling and ways, roads are getting blocked. فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ يَحْبِسُهَا عَنَّا Ask Allah to stop this from us. فَتَبَسَّمَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ He smiled. ثُمَّ قَالَ He said, اللَّهُمَّ حَوَالَيْنَا وَلَا عَلَيْنَا فَكُشِطَتِ الْمَدِينَةِ كُشِطَتْ Does that remind you of something? كُشِطَتْ كُشِطَتْ إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ One more homework for you. Find the ayah where it says كُشِطَتْ كُشِطَتْ It means when the skin is peeled off. Okay, but I want you to find the ayah. فَكُشِطَتِ الْمَدِينَةِ So the clouds were peeled off. فَجَعَلَ تُمْطِرُ حَوْلَهَا وَلَا تَمْطِرُ بِالْمَدِينَةِ قَطْرَةً So there was rain outside of Medina, around it. However, not even a drop of water on Medina. فَنَظَرْتُ إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ وَإِنَّهَا لَفِي مِثْلِ الْإِكْلِيلِ He said, I looked at Medina and Medina was as though like a crown. As if it was in a crown. Because a crown is round. It's circular, right? And إِكْلِيل It is said that it's supposed to be like a huge crown which the king cannot really place on his head because it's too heavy. So it is hung from the ceiling. Okay? And the king just comes and you know positions his head nicely under it. Alright? So it's hanging. Alright? And it's round. So just like that, Medina was like that. You know, the sky was, there was a big circle in the sky, clouds all around. But just an empty circle in the middle and Medina right under it. <laughs> so what do we learn from the way of the Prophet Allahumma And I have a question for you. Why did the Prophet smile? People get offended. I mean when they're making a request and they're desperate and the person is smiling. Why did he smile? Okay, and? Okay, he did not mind, and? He was not offended, and? Okay, it was as if he was waiting for people to ask, okay? Yeah, before they're asking for rain, and now they're asking for the rain to stop. People are never happy. They always want a change. First they are desperate for something And when they get it Then they say Okay We don't want it anymore This should stop This is You know Inna al-insana khuliqa Halu'a Anyway Subhanakallahumma bihamdik Nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk Don't forget your homework Two things I've asked you to do Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh